Oh, hallelujah. You know, I'm so grateful to Pastor Colin who's asked me to come and speak tonight. Amen. It's been, excuse me. I, of course, I prayed and I did ask the Lord, what do you want me to speak about? And the Lord, you know, this is something that God is doing in my life and I'm going to explain in a few minutes. You know, expecting new things from God. Hallelujah. Is anybody expecting tonight? Expecting new things from God. You know, before I preach, and I'm going to look at Isaiah 43 verses 18 and 9, verses 18 and 19 in a few minutes, but I just want to probably very briefly just share with you what my life has been like since, since March. It's been a journey for me. I don't know about you, but it's... Um, you know, we're, we're people of faith, and, and we're not negative people that say, you know, that 2020 is not a good year. I don't, I don't believe in that, you know. But I know that for me personally, 2020, especially from March, has been a big struggle for me. It has been tough. Been very tough. Started from the 14th of, of, of March. I took a team of six of us. We went to Ireland. You know, doing God's work, went to minister in a, in a friend's church, you know, and um, all of us came back with COVID. Yeah. Mine wasn't bad. Mine wasn't bad. Mine was a bit mild. But I saw what my wife went through and some other guys around me as well. I saw what they went through. That thing was real. It's real. You know, the, 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 the cameraman that came to record the event actually died of COVID. So that was tough as well. The pastor of the church that we went to as well, his wife was seriously sick in Ireland that we had to pray. I mean, there was a time we didn't even know whether she was going to make it was tough, tough. Then this year, I've lost three good friends of mine, pastors, great men of God. One was, 50, one was 56, one was 50, 54, and one was 61. And nothing, none of them died of COVID, was to do with you know, different things. And that was, a, that was a big blow to me. You know, because two of them were great apostles, you know, men that were doing great things for the Lord. And you were wondering, my God, you know, I was saying to myself, do apostles die? If you know, if you know what I mean, you know, because they were so young and they were in the prime of what they were doing for the Lord. So I tell you, that, 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 was, that, was, that was hard for me. That was hard, very hard. And then in May, I felt sick. Myself, I had some serious problems with my stomach that nobody could diagnose. The doctor would tell me that if you if you feel this and feel that, just 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 go to go to um, emergency A and E, and I was told don't even don't even try, don't even go there, for all kind of things that were happening there. So I was carrying this pain in my stomach, 
for many, many months. And you know the way the enemy works as well because I did not know exactly what was going on. Of course, I had some medications. I did some blood tests and the, the thing, you know, the, the, the medication they recommended wasn't what the, the, the medication they prescribed wasn't really working and I was having some serious pain. Uh, look, bad pain, bad, some serious bad pain that, you know, it was difficult to go to the toilet. And you know, you, you guys know how the enemy works, don't you? Because there's all kinds of things going through my head. And I was being tormented. You know what it is? It's not just the pain, but also, and look, I, I, I'm a home man, so I, I, I don't mind. I don't, I, I don't mind if they, if they lock the country down for the next 10 years. I'm a home man. You understand me? I can, I can be at home. For me, it's fine. I can be at home. I know that's not everybody's cup of tea, but for me, it's not a problem. So being at home is not a problem for me. But the torment that I went through, because I didn't know what was going, because I did not know what was going on in my body, and of course, there's all kind of things that the enemy would 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 suggest to you. And I've had, you know, in 2013, I had this so-called I wasn't well, and I had this so-called, you know, cancer thing that they were trying to put on me that I rejected in the name of Jesus. They've tried that twice. They've tried that cancer thing on me twice, and in the name of Jesus, it's. It, Father, we thank you for his goodness over my life. But, but when you're not well, you understand, and there's all kinds of things, there's all kinds of things going through your body. You know, the, the enemy is suggesting all kinds of stuff to you that it is this, it is that, it is this, it is that. And then you've got to go through, the, through the, 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 the torment of your mind. Hallelujah. So it's been a struggle. But you know what? We serve a living God. Come on, people of God. And I don't know what you've been through. Come on, people of God. Yes. I don't know what you've been through. And I'm sure we've all been through all kinds of things. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. We've all been through all kinds of things. We've all, we've all been challenged. Amen. Amen. But in the midst of that, I have seen the faithfulness of God. Amen. Amen. I have seen the goodness of God. And I know that we will continue to see the goodness of God in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, just like you, there's a lot of scriptures that, that kept me alive. Amen. That I, 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 and I, I'm a declarer. People that know me, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been, there's this thing that we've been doing for the past four years, for the past four years where we take a, you know, I send scriptures you know, it's a, it's a form of a prayer that I do within my network, and I've been doing this for four years, and after every prayer point, there's, there's a declaration. So I know what it means to declare. I know. But some of these declarations came alive. You know, things like, I will not die but live to declare the works of the Lord. You know, things like, no weapon formed or fashioned against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against me, in I condemn in the name of Jesus. You know, I began to live the word. I began to speak the word. Because nobody, I mean, I, I'll call the doctor. They will tell me, don't come. You know, I, I, look, that's why we, we, we've got to reach out to people in the name of Jesus. Because who else, if people don't have Jesus, who do they have? Are you with me? If people don't have Jesus, it is Jesus that has kept me. Since March. 
And I, I, I really, really got my breakthrough probably, probably a month ago that my stomach began to feel better. Amen. And can I tell you the secret? It was not medication. Can I tell you what it was? I was in Sainsbury. Am I allowed to? Yes, yes, it's a good thing. I was in Sainsbury one day and I saw this, 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 this yogurt that says it will help your guts. That's all. I'm telling you. I just saw this thing, you know, the wisdom of the Lord. I just saw this, this, this thing, this, this, this yogurt says, you know, you know, healthy guts. And I said, okay, let me try it. So I bought it. And every day, one banana, two cups of yogurt, and then the pain left me. It, it is true. It is true. For the past, for the past, for the past one month now, although it did try to come back yesterday, but I rebuked it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, so, so when I now talk about expecting new things from God, it's exactly what happens when God's people go through a struggle. Amen. You know, this struggle shall pass. It is not here to stay. Whatever we're going through as a, as a people, as a body, you know, as, as, as a church, as individuals, whatever those things are, it shall pass in the name of Jesus. And new things will come forth in the name of Jesus. That's why if you have your Bibles, I want to show you some things in Scripture. Hallelujah. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 43, please. You know, for me personally, I believe, I believe, I believe there is always more to God than what I'm seeing. Amen. Amen. There's always more. There's always more. There's always more that I personally believe that God wants to do in my life. And it's for me to seek. It's for me to ask. And it's for me to knock. But I know that God is always wanting to do more. And what I'm about to say is the story of, 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 of Israel. They were not where God wanted them to be. They're in Babylon, in the land of captivity. And you know the story of what happened in Babylon? Amen. It wasn't, of course, it's not where God wanted them to be. And I thank God that when you are in crisis, when you are in struggle, you know, God would always send his word to you in Jesus' name. He won't leave you. He won't leave you. You know, God is too, is too, is too loving than that. He said it. I will never leave you nor forsake you. It's not possible. Amen. It's not possible. Whatever is going on in your mind, whatever is going on in your brain, it is not possible for God to leave you nor forsake you. So it will be with you. It won't. I I'm telling you. You know, we, 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 we do have a loving God. We do have a God that, that watches out for us. Amen. We do have a God. And we know that even in this pandemic, we're coming out on the victory side. I'm telling you. Oh, I believe it. The revival that will come out of this. The enemy thinks he can stop us. He can stop us. Amen. 
He can't stop our gathering together, our calling upon the name of the Lord. Come on. Something will come out of all this. Something greater will come out of all of this in the name of Jesus. We might not know the form or the shape it's going to take, but something is going to glorify the name of our Father. You know, the people of God were in this kind of situation in the Bible, in Babylon, far away, far away from the promised land, far away from the promised place. And I don't care how far away you are from the promised place that God has set for you, but I know he will take you there. Amen? We're going back to better things that God has in store for us. Hallelujah. You know, I don't really have time, but we can start from verse 18. Because like then, today, God will send a prophetic word regarding what he's doing. And I want you to be open. I want your, 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 your heart to be open. It might not be tonight, but be open to what God is about to say to you. Because I know what God. I mean, look, I, I, I can be here for the next two hours telling you what I've been through. But I know the day I got my breakthrough. Oh, I, I, you know, come on. I thought I, thought I was going to die. Now you're in some pain. Some days I'm crying. I'm in some pain in my kidney, and I'm crying to my my wife. I'm I'm crying. I'm crying over the phone to the doctor. Oh, the only thing they would say to me, go to ANE. I don't want to go to ANE. Help me, somebody. I mean, there was a day the woman was so rude to me on the phone. It's like I can't help you, and I thought, yeah, you can help me. Of course, you can help me. If they could have banned me from that surgery, they would have. <laughs> Hallelujah! But they can't. And if they do, I've got a better doctor. His name is Jesus. You see, for us to expect new things from God, the first thing we must do is in Isaiah 43, verse 18. Isaiah 43, verse 18. The Bible says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, people of God. You see, the first thing, for you, to, for you to receive something new, especially from God, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to learn to forget. You've got to learn to forget the past. You've got to learn to forget the horrible things that you've been through, the challenging things that you've been through, the not-so-good things that you have been through, the difficult things that you have been through in 2020. And I know people have different experiences of probably no job, no money, I don't know. But for us to move forward, we've got to learn to forget. That's exactly what the Bible says here. The, 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 the prophet came to the people and said to them, do not remember the former things. The former things won't help you. They won't help you. Hallelujah. You know, 
One of the things about, 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 about former things is that you've got to allow these things to escape from your life and escape from your mind and escape from, from your spirit. You've got to allow those former things that want to hold you back the experiences of Babylon, the experiences of what you've been through. I know sometimes these things can hold people back, but God is saying to you tonight, don't let those former experiences that were not so good to your life, don't let them hold you back. Learn to be ignorant about them. You know, church, and I know how this works. I, 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 I know my personality, myself, that I, 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 it's, it's very difficult for somebody to offend me. I would tend to forget. I know not everybody's like that. And I'm not saying, look, I have been married for, for 29 years now. And then when we, I had to teach my wife, because when I got married, when we first got married, what I did two weeks ago, my wife would remind me. I've forgotten. I don't know where every woman is like that, but I don't know. Amen? She would remind me, oh, do you remember? The, oh, no, no, no. Baby, we've got to learn how to forget things. Amen. I'm not somebody that holds on, hurts. It's just me. I'm telling you. I'm not, I'm, I, look, I know people are different. I know people are different. But for me, I, I, look, I, I, can, I can show you people that have offended me all over the place. I don't, I don't, and that has helped me as a pastor. That has helped me as a leader. I don't allow, you know, you know what? Even before you offend me, I've forgiven you. I've gone ahead to forgive you. Because I know what Hurts can do to people. Look, I'm not saying everybody's like that. Please understand me. Some people need more grace and more prayer. But we've got to learn. If we're expecting and we want new things from God, we've got to learn what the Bible says. The Bible says, do not remember the former things, nor consider. You know when you consider, it begins to walk through your mind. You did this, you did that, you did that, you did this, you did that, you did that, you did that, you did that, you did that. Hallelujah. Do not consider them. They're not going to help you. Amen. Be very ignorant of the things that have caused you pain. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Let them, let, you know, give them, give them, you know, you know, in every building there's always, you know, have you ever seen this? In every building there's a place called the escape fire door. You know, there's a place, you know, when the fire comes, there's a place where you could always escape through. You know, let there be a place where every bad thing that has gone through your life would find a way to escape. Amen. And just go. Go. Amen. I don't want anything, especially the memories of, and who hasn't been through? Come on. You know, we, 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 sometimes I hear, you know, child, ch childhood abuse. You, you, you come to where I came from back in Nigeria. They would have put our parents in prison. They would have firing squad. They would have killed them. I'm telling you, you know, the, the, the abuse. I mean, we just thought it was normal. We just thought what they were doing to us was normal. The abuse. I'm telling you. But you know what? You know what? We didn't die. We survived. It's true. And these guys, I, I'll give you an example. I tell, I, my father, look, before my father died, I, I went to, I, because I, I, it's just my nature, I just said, you, you know what, dad, you know I love you. The guy said, don't love me, don't love me. <laughs> because the guy was, I mean, he thought, you know, they had a different upbringing. Remember, some of them come from, from, from um, 
houses where there's so many children and so many. So the way they brought us up was totally different from, you know. And I, I remember going to a bookshop once, and, and I, going to a bookshop once. And from my house to this bookshop is like going from here to, going from here, it would take you about one hour, 30 minutes. You know, was doing the holidays, myself and my brother went to go and buy some books. And then when we got to the bookshop, we had forgot, we had for, we, we forgot the man's suitcase where the money was at home. So we had wasted one, one and a half hours. My God. When we got back into the car, you know what, the, what, you know what my father said? He said, just take it in tongues. Just take it in tongues. Myself and my brother, I still remember this. He said, you guys, you know what you're going to do? Just take it in tongues and put your head, you know, you know where the handbrake is? Okay, those of you. He said, you know, just take it in tongues and put your head there, okay? And once I give you a knock, swap over. So you put your head there, and it gives you a knock, boom, and then you, you change places. He did that for one hour. Come on. But here I am today. We survived it. And the truth is I'm saying it today, but you know what? It's escaped. I've forgotten. And it's not going to hold me down in the things that God is doing in my life in the name of Jesus. That's what I'm trying to say. You got to let these things go. Got to let them go. The second thing that the Bible says, he said, behold, I like that word behold, which means, which means, which, which talks about, it, it means, it, it gives you a focus. Behold, I will do a new thing. When God is saying, I want to do a new thing, you know the first thing you must do. How do you respond? When God says, I want to do a new thing, how do you respond? You know how you respond? You must believe it. If God says, I want to do a new thing in your life, you must believe it. Say, look, behold, behold, I want to do anything. And I believe that God is saying that to every single person that is seated, that is watching tonight in the name of Jesus. God is saying to you, I want to do a new thing in your life. Believe it. Believe it. Believe in God's goodness more than anything, people of God. Believe in God's goodness. Believe that God is for you more than anything. If God is for you, who and what can be against you? Don't just sing those songs. Believe it. Hallelujah. Don't just sing it. Believe it. Don't let it be something that just comes out of your mouth in worship, but let it be something that even your heart affirms. You say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I know that God is into something great. Oh, yeah. God is into something big, something awesome. I know God is, God is, God is. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a reset button. But out of this, something explosive, something powerful, something great, both for the church and for individuals in the church, something would happen in the name of Jesus. Can I hear a big amen? amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, behold, I will do a new thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then it says, the next one says, now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? That word is a word of, 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 of for you to, to embrace. Not only must you believe what God is doing, but you must embrace it. Amen. Come on. You must embrace it. You must embrace it. 
Sorry, I'm talking about my wife tonight, but I remember the first time we went back home to Nigeria as a, as a couple. And my father came down. There were people, of course, people knew we were coming, my family, some people that have not seen me for years. They had not seen my wife. You know, they were in, the, in, my, father's, in my father's house. And the moment the, the car parked, my father came down. And the first thing my father did, he grabbed my wife, towing and said, you stay behind. And I thought, no, 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 no. Ah, what is this man doing? You know? He said, you stay behind, you stay, you stay behind, you stay behind. I want to take to him. And I thought, so I started fighting. I started fighting. What are you doing? You know, no, whenever my wife goes, I must be. But the man was wise. The man was very wise. He said to me, no, Tyre. I know what I'm doing. People know you. Your family are up there. What they're going to do, the moment they see you, they're all going to embrace you and they're not going to receive the person that has come for the first time. You see that? Because they know you. And they don't know your wife. And what they're going to do, they're going to embrace you. They're going to be so happy that, they've, that, that, that you're here. And what they're going to do, they're going to neglect your wife. So what I want to do is take her up there first. Let everybody embrace her. Let everybody get to know her. And then you come. People of God, Learn how to embrace the new things that God wants to do. Are you with me? You know why? Because sometimes we're so familiar with the old things. God wants to do something new. Hallelujah. And he says, can, 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 you know, can, can, you, can you welcome something? You, you understand? Can you give a big welcome? Come on. Can you, give, can you throw a party, a big welcome? Come on. You know, you, you know what it is. When something new comes into your life, when it's a new car, I don't know. But you see, when, when we grow up from where I come from, when you buy a new car, you do a party. When you buy a new house, you do a party. When you marry a wife, you do a party. Amen. That's why we Nigerians, we like to celebrate. When you buy a new shoe, you do a party. Everything. It's true. It's true. When you have a degree, it's a party. Everything new, everything that you do for the first time, you'll throw a party. Amen. It's called ushering the new thing. We're going to learn how to celebrate when God is doing something in our lives. We're going to welcome it. We're going to thank God for it. We're going to bless the living God for it. <clears throat> in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Shall you not know it? And then the last one. The last one. It says, I would even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. What's that? He's talking about the process. Talking about the process. For the people of God, it was really how they were going to get back to this promised land. You know what he was saying there? I'm going to make a way for you. Don't worry. Don't worry. You know, you know the, the problem with us sometimes is that we want to know the details of how God is going to do it. We want to know the process of how he's going to do it. And God says, leave that to me. Amen. How are you going to become a millionaire? Leave that to God. Amen. How God is going to give you a wife and a husband? Leave that to God. It's true. God said, I'll do it. I'll do it. One of the problems that we, we want to try and do everything. And God is saying, don't, you know, let me do it for you. Amen. I'm sure these guys are wondering, how do we get back home? How do we get back to the, to the promised land? God said, I'll do it for you. 
I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. You know, God is reminding them of the exodus when he took them out. You see, the very God that took them out is the same God that can take them back in. Are you with me? Hallelujah. That's why I believe that God is taking us back into something greater than we've ever seen in our life in the name of Jesus. I believe it. I believe it. I believe that God is taking us to something greater that this world hasn't seen yet. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, even the Moses will be envy of our generation when they see what God has done through our lives. Can you receive that? Or you don't think God can do something greater than parting a Red Sea? I'm telling you, people of God, he's going to do something greater, something powerful, something awesome. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, ears have not heard. Now does it enter into the heart of man. Some of the things that God has prepared for his glory, for his glory, for his glory. We talk about the increase of, 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 of technology. Don't you think that should be the increase of the miraculous of God? Hallelujah. Come on, the iPhone, I, the phone I was using 10 years ago is not the same phone I'm using today. It's called technology. There's going to be an increase of God's power, of God's miracle upon the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, people of God. i got to finish. Do you, think that, do you think that Apple is the only one that has got the latest technology? There's going to be some latest miracles coming our way in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on, people of God. Look, when I was young, you know, to change our TV in those days, you have to, you have to smack it. Boom. You smack it and then you change the channel. Nowadays, you just sit on your bed. I'm telling you, come on, we used to have those, you know, those grand TV. So change the you just smack it, boom. You know, when it's blinking, you just smack it. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, nowadays, come on, increase of technology. And you think that our God, and that's, that's, that's the mind of man, the increase of technology, that the phone you were using 10 years ago is not what you're using today. Come on. The TV you are using 10 years ago is not what you're using today. So if, if man can increase in technology, don't you think our God can increase the miracles that men will see? I'm telling you, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard the things that God is about to do in our lives. That's why I'm saying to you tonight, let's expect things from God. Let's expect things from God. You walk into um, to, to, um, to Corey's and you expect a brand new TV, LCD, LED, PCV, whatever it is, but we never expect something new from God. What kind of people are we? What kind of people are we? Amen. Come on. Come on. Are you with me? I've got to finish. The bread that I used to eat two weeks ago is not the bread I eat today. I found a different bread. It's called the sourdough. That bread is good. I'm telling you. That's what I eat now. Don't give me any other bread. I won't eat it. I found this sourdough. Good bread. Good bread. Good bread. For me... Don't tell me it was there 10 years ago. I didn't know. But for me, it's a new thing. Oh, yeah. I discovered sourdough bread. Oh, I love it. You can't pay me any money to, to eat any other bread. It's going to be sourdough. And I discovered it a month ago. For me, it's a new thing. It might have been there, but I never saw it. I'm telling you tonight in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Miracles are about to break forth. New things are about to come. 